ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Welcome back to another Psalm 23 episode of the No Higher Calling podcast. Um, So if you're just jumping in uh, and you don't know, we have been studying through Psalm 23 throughout this year on the podcast, just once a month, taking a little bit more of this chapter and really delving in and asking God to show us exactly what he has for us in this chapter of the Bible, in Psalm 23. Um, Last year... I walked all the way through Titus, well, really the book of Titus, but we really honed in uh, talking about Titus 2 in the same style, just a once a month episode, doing it kind of Bible study style. That was actually done with my mentor in the States, Denise Palmer. So that was a huge, huge blessing to me personally. Um, So much of that has really just changed my life and my thinking. Um... And so you can go check that out. The year before that, um, I worked through the book Respectable Sins by Jerry Bridges, just kind of in the same format once a month, Bible study style, showing what God was teaching me in my own life. So then this year, here we are, three years of the podcast. That's like wild. Time flies when you're having fun. Uh, But we're doing Psalm 23 this year. We're actually kind of getting towards the end of the chapter. So that's hard to believe, Um, but if you haven't listened to those past episodes, go back and find those. This study has encouraged my heart so, so much. I've loved going through this with you all. Um, I currently have the next year's study is in the works. You know, these take a lot of preparation, a lot of personal study, personal investment and prayer into learning what first and foremost God has for me and then putting that in a way that I can help relay that um, to help and encourage others. But I think I've landed on something for next year that I'm really excited about. Um, It's actually going to be super, super unique and uh, interesting. So I cannot wait to share more about that coming soon. Um, But pray for me as I'm in the planning and prepping and all of that stages of just seeing what the Lord has for that next year, getting all of that rolling. Um, But here we are jumping into Psalm 23. We're going to start the same way that we always do, reading through the chapter, and then we will jump in and talk about our content today. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I say this every time we come to this study, um, but this is a familiar passage of scripture. Uh, If you've been churched long enough, you probably have this committed to memory. Um, Even if you haven't really been in church or around Christianity much, uh, it tends to be spoken at funerals and many different things. It is a passage that people are very aware of. Um, But 
that doesn't that familiarity does not mean that we don't have new truths that we can glean from it. Our God is eternal truth. You know, we could spend forever and we will, Lord willing, in eternity, and hopefully we are now on this earth, spend our time getting to know him more and more. And we will never be able to exhaust who all that he is. And his word is a living book. Um, it is continuing to teach us, to show us more as we get greater understanding and to grow and develop in our sanctification journey, we can see with a clearer lens, with clearer eyes. And that's what this passage has done for me. It's something that I have known since before I can even remember knowing, uh, you know, scripture. This passage has been one that just has been memorized and quoted and read and, um, but a new and afresh God has used it to so greatly encourage my heart. And I'm so thankful, you know, the Lord really used one of my sweet friends in the States, Katie, to bring this back into a focal point in my life. Um, you know, she just was enraptured by the shepherd. Uh, she had read the book that I'm using a lot in my preparation and study, A Shepherd Looks at Psalm 23 by W. Philip Keller. I'll link that down in the show notes. She had read that and she was sharing with me one time how much the idea of God as her shepherd was helping her parent her children. And I was just like, everything she was saying, I was like, wow, this is good stuff. So I actually had her on the podcast. This is like way, 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 way back in the beginning episodes of the podcast, like maybe podcast 12. Um, I'll link that down in the show notes so you don't have to scroll forever to find it. Um, but it was so good. Her just talking about the heart of the shepherd and how that relates to parenting. Um, but it gave me a renewed interest in Psalm 23, and I really haven't been able to get away from it ever since. It's just, it has been so rich and so full of truths for us. And I hope that you've seen that if you've been walking through this study. As we've just talked about, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. We talked about, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. And here we are at thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. Now, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. In my preparation, I have had the most difficult time preparing for this episode uh, than I have in any of the other Psalm 23 episodes. Just really trying to get the meaning of this rod and this staff and of the comfort that they bring. Um, but for, through several different resources and just pouring over God's word and asking the Holy Spirit to give me clarity on this, I have some things that have helped me that I pray will in turn help you. But before we jump into that, I really quick just have to say this. If you keep listening, you're probably, you might be tired of hearing me, but I hope not um, because it's really a call to the shepherd. If there is anybody listening to this episode and you do not know for sure that Jesus Christ is the shepherd of your soul, that when your, that your sins have been forgiven and that when you die one day, that you will spend eternity with him in heaven, that has got to be settled first. The beginning of the psalm starts with, the Lord is my shepherd. That is a statement. That is something that uh, is a resolve. I know the Lord is my shepherd. You cannot go any further into this if you don't know for sure that the Lord is your shepherd. So if you don't know that, please reach out to someone um, that you trust, that knows the scripture, that can show you the way of salvation. 
If you don't have that person, or if you'd like to reach out to me, I would love nothing more than to share with you how you can have assurance. And maybe at some point in your life, you've made a profession of faith, um, you've, you've gotten saved, but that assurance is not there. That confidence to say without any fear, without any worry, without any, eh, I'm not so sure, without any hesitancy that the Lord is my shepherd. Um, if there's any doubt you know, reach out to me as well. I would love to share with you that that was my salvation testimony. I had gotten saved and I struggled with doubt for several years. The Lord really helped me to come to a place where I realized that my salvation rested wholly upon him and nothing upon me. And I now have that assurance. I can say without a shadow of a doubt that he is my shepherd. If you cannot, please reach out to me. Um, you can find me on Instagram at no higher calling underscore. You can email me at no higher calling podcast. I would love to set up a time or, you know, even email or set up a time to call or whatever you want to do to chat, to share with you um, more about how you can know Christ as your shepherd. But as today we jump in, we're going to talk about this portion, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. You know, Psalm 23 is all about God's presence. And let me just stop and have a moment of praise and worship to my shepherd and thank him. Thank you, God, that you are present that you are not a God that just sits in your temple and, you know, we have to come and grovel before you. You know, the kids and I, as we're in our schooling, we just recently uh, was, we're studying about countries around the world and just realizing how many people worship a God who is not present. I mean, let's just be real. They're, they're not alive. I, you know, we believe in the one true and living God, Jesus Christ. Um, so these other gods, little G gods aren't even gods. Um, most of them are just statues or, or things made of man. Um, but how many people worship them as gods and come before them and bring their petitions and bring their requests and bring their sacrifices and their God is not present. Not only is he not present, period, like it is not a real thing, but our God is is real. He is real. But he doesn't just sit up in heaven completely disinterested in our lives, in the inner workings of our lives. No, he is present in every moment, in every day, in everything that happens. He's present and he he desires to be present. He's not even present because like, oh, I'm their God. And so I, you know, got to watch them stumble through their day again. No, he loves to be present. He loves to be with his sheep. And if they stumble, he's there to pick them up. He's there to love them, to nurture them, to to restore them to health, to lead them to these green pastures, to lead them to the still waters, to lead them through these valleys of death. He's present. And I'm just, I'm so thankful for that. And it's important to lay that foundation as we go in to talk about our shepherd specifically. Um, in, in being our shepherd, in being present, what do we learn about the shepherd? And we really see here in this portion with the rod and the staff that he is our protector. And we're going to talk about some different ways that God protects us. What is the rod? What is the staff? And how do they protect? Um, but the reality is we live in a dangerous world. 
This world is so corrupted by sin, by selfishness, by Satan. Um, you know, you've got the world, you've got the flesh, and you've got the devil. The kids and I have been memorizing Ephesians 6 about the armor of God. You know, where we're, we wrestle against powers, against principalities, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We live in a very dangerous world. This is not how God created it. This is not how he desired for it to be. But when mankind of his own free will, free to choose God or free to choose sin, man chose sin. And that plunged our world into something that God did not desire for it. Now, praise the Lord, he will make all things new and all things right in the end. But in this in-between Satan is the prince and power of the air, and that makes this world dangerous. Spiritually, mentally, physically, all of it. We live in a dangerous world. It's a constant battle going on. And we, as these tender little sheep, need the presence of our shepherd, our protector, to get through this journey okay, to make it through to continue on in the path that he has called us in. So we're going to look a little bit at the rod and at the staff and kind of how they were used in an actual shepherding sense. Um, because, you know, David is the writer here, the human penman of the Psalms, of this Psalm, Psalm 23. And David has a very in, intimate knowledge and understanding of the role of a shepherd because he was a shepherd. He knew what the rod was for. He knew what the staff was for. He knew how to use them. Uh, he used them with the heart of a shepherd, the heart who loved these, these sheep. So when David penned this, when God inspired this, David so connected with what God was saying he had that deep understanding. So I'm sure it just opened David's eyes to, oh my goodness, yes, God, you are my shepherd. I see you working just as I work in the lives of these sheep. I see you working in my life like that. Um, but sometimes because in just today's day and age in our culture and our Western culture and our busy lives, I doubt that many of us are shepherds. I'm going to take it a step further to say I doubt that many of us, if any of us, are married to a shepherd. So you probably don't have a lot of firsthand accounts of shepherding. Um, and maybe you are on a farm and you have some sheep. But as far as like old school man in the field with the rod and the staff doing the shepherding, we probably don't have anybody that kind of fits that criteria. So we can lean on history. We can lean on God's word. We can lean on these different resources, uh, different people who have done that digging and gotten all those pieces and put them together to give us a clearer picture of what it looked like to be a shepherd and what picture God was trying to paint for us to teach us a biblical truth. So the rod was really just an extension of the shepherd's hand. You know, so you've got this big, long stick, this rod. And it, it didn't leave the shepherd's hand. For the shepherd to be the present protector, that rod had to be a part of him. He had to have that. We're going to see why the shepherd needed the rod and how he used the rod. But that really was just an extension of the shepherd. When you saw the shepherd, you saw him with this rod. It was together. And we see that sometimes, especially like at Christmas time with the nativity. You know, all of the shepherds, they've got their little shepherd's staff. Um, it's not just an accessory 
or a decoration or a symbol to denote that they're a shepherd. It had a very specific purpose. It was a useful tool. You know, when you're out working in the field and keeping watch all over the, uh, over all of these sheep, you don't want to have a bunch of unnecessary accessories that weigh you down. It's a laborious job. It's an out-in-the-sun job. You want to have only the things that are necessary for the accomplishment of the job. And the rod is one of those. Um, we even see back in, in Moses, when Moses had his rod, you know, God gave him that shepherding rod that Moses had from being in Midian with Jethro and taking care of these sheep. God used that rod. God made that rod an extension of Moses's hand and through that rod, God used the rod to show his power and might to the whole land of Egypt as an extension of Moses's hand. We see that in the the extension of the shepherd. Now, what is the rod used for? There's really three things here that the rod's used for. The first one is for discipline. When the sheep are going the wrong way, the shepherd uses the rod to kind of goad them and poke them back to like, nope, nope, we're going over this way. Go follow the flock, get where you need to go. Um, If the sheep is not listening, the shepherd can gently and tenderly use that to to get the sheep's attention. Hey, no, you need to go over here. And I know sometimes when we get into parenting and rods and all these verses, it can be a difficult thing to navigate through. Like, what is exactly meant by the rod? You know, what is discipline? How should we discipline? I know as a, as a mom of little kids, it's a question I've asked. It's a question that's been asked of me multiple times. How do you discipline? How do you correct? What's okay? What's not okay? What does the Bible say? Where do we fall in all of that? Well, sorry, but this episode is not to talk about child rearing and discipline. But I do want to make the point here in talking about the sheep This discipline is done by a shepherd who absolutely 100% loves and is committed to his flock. It is also done out of that heart of love. The discipline, the correcting, the goading, the prodding, the bringing back, the even correction of the sheep. That rod is, is a part of the shepherd's love. The discipline is a part of the shepherd's love. Look at it like this. If the sheep is wandering off, uh, maybe there's a deep ravine on the side. Maybe there's thorns, whatever it is. And the shepherd sees, okay, the sheep's off the path and they're headed towards something dangerous. Remember, this is a dangerous world. The shepherd has more maturity, more insight, keener awareness. He's watching out for his sheep beyond what the sheep can see. Maybe the sheep just sees the little patch of green grass that he wants to go and nibble on. But the shepherd sees the danger that is lurking there. Would it be loving for the shepherd knowing all of that, seeing all of that, being aware of all of that, and also being fully aware of his responsibility to the sheep? Would it be loving for the shepherd to stand there with his rod and do nothing? Would it be loving if the shepherd just says, hey, sheep, get back over here. Sheep, ah, well, he's just going to go his own way. Hi, it's all right. He wants his grass. No, that's not loving at all. No, that shepherd needs to go and whatever the shepherd needs to do to get that sheep back on the path of safety, the shepherd needs to do. Why? Because he loves the sheep. Because he has the best interest of the sheep in mind. And that's where all of this ties in with parenting and with God. 
God does the same thing with us. Sometimes he has to discipline us. Sometimes he has to correct us in ways that we don't like, that are not comfortable, that may for a moment feel like they hurt us. But with the greater picture, it's all because of love. It would actually be the opposite of love if he did not correct, if he did not discipline, if he did not chasten. Through his chastening, he shows us his love. And that can be paralleled into parenting too. Not going to go there for right now. But the, the rod is used for discipline. The rod is also used for defense. The shepherd protects us, not only from outside animals, but he also protects us from ourselves sometimes. You know, sometimes these sheep are silly sheep and they're doing things and he has to use that rod to defend them from themselves to, hey, wake up, pay attention to me, get back on the path, get in the space of safety. Also from outside enemies, there's always this threat of these wolves trying to to lurk in, to come in, to get these sheep, Um, you know, and, and that's why it's so important for the sheep to stay near the shepherd. Because when the sheep gets further and further and further and further and further from the presence of the shepherd, the sheep becomes more and more and more and more susceptible to be quickly, sneakily snatched away by the wolves. Friends, we have got to stay close to the shepherd by his side, ever present, watching. And it's not that no matter the distance of the sheep, the shepherd always knows, he always sees, uh, because he's Christ. No matter how far away you are from your shepherd, he knows exactly where you are. He says, it's not like you're in his blind spot. But Satan tends to find those weak moments in us as the sheep and see that as opportune times where when you're close to the shepherd, when you're in fellowship with the shepherd, when you're walking step and step, it's a little more difficult for Satan to sneak in there and to get you off the path. But when you're on the fringe, ah, he sees his opportunity. He's going to go after that sheep. We've got to stay close to the shepherd. We've got to be near him and and allow him to use that rod to defend us. And and what is this rod? You know, we we talk about in the actual sense, it is a stick. But in in this uh, figurative sense, the rod is the word of God. God uses the word in our lives, and he gives us the tool of his word to use it in our battle against our enemies. We have the word of God. We have this rod. Do we use it? Do you know it? Do you read it? Do you meditate on it? Do you memorize it? And I'm saying you, 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 but I'm thinking me, me, do I, do I, do I? This is an area that I could be better in. If I want to fight off my enemies, I have to have the tool that God's given me to do it. And that is his word. We see that in Jesus, in John, I believe it's John 4, uh, when we have Jesus's temptation about how he was able to fight off the temptation of Satan. Satan was trying to get him. He fought it with the word of God. We must follow in his example. And the last way that the rod is used is as detection. You know, these sheep would tend to get a lot of parasites and bugs and things burrowed into their thick wool. You know, a sheep is very wooly and thick. And um, so to find 
those things that, uh, you know, to the naked eye might be hidden, but are really causing or wreaking havoc on the sheep, the shepherd has to take that rod to, to almost comb through the wool, to separate it, to pull it back, to look closely at the skin of the sheep, and to be able to pull out those things that are causing the sheep to, to be sick, um, to have illness, to you know not be at its best ability. But the shepherd always uses it gently, always gently searching, always gently uh, probing, looking, lovingly, going through his sheep, uh, sometimes fiber by fiber, looking to try to see, is there anything that is hurting my sheep? And this is a, a, a fuller glimpse of him as protector, looking for things that creep in, that might be hidden on the surface, but that are underneath that would seek to hurt that sheep whom he so loves. In Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24, it says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. You know, I know I can, let me speak for myself, and I'm assuming I can speak for you as well, um, but I'll speak for myself. There are many times in my life where I need the rod of his word. I need my shepherd to take his word and to pull back my wool and to look closely, to search my heart, every corner, even the parts uh, that may appear at first glance to be hidden. I need him to search me. I need him to illumine those spots where parasites and things have crept in. And to help me root that out, to help me get that out so I can be healthy and strong and all that he wants me to be. This shepherd, this rod is used to protect, to discipline, to defend, and to detect, to find these things. Then we see the staff. What is the staff? The staff pictures God's spirit guiding pulling us towards Christ. You know, I, I hear when we think of the staff, we think of that crook, you know, and God was so good uh, when he left this earth as Jesus in the physical sense that he gave us the comforter, the Holy Spirit. And the moment that we accept him in salvation, the Holy Spirit comes to indwell us. God gives us that Holy Spirit to guide us, to direct us, to illumine scripture in our understanding, to open our eyes, to literally, as the staff did, to pull us towards Christ. You know, the staff, that crook, he could grab a sheep and the shepherd could pull it towards him. Well, the Holy Spirit crooks us, pulling us in towards Christ. How do we live in his presence? We've talked about the the present shepherd. How do we live in his presence? It is simply through the word and through the spirit. Um, I, some of this in preparation came from um, a podcast episode done by a, a dear evangelist friend of our family, um, Brother Scott Pauley. He has the podcast, Enjoying the Journey. He has a whole series on Psalm 23, which I'd highly recommend. I'll try to link it down in the show notes. Um, a lot of this preparation came from things that I learned from his uh, podcast episode talking about this rod and staff. But he was saying, uh, so how can we live in his presence? Through the word? We have to live in the word. We have to dwell in the word and through the spirit, we have to let, you know, we often so much want to control everything, don't we? Control our lives, control our circumstances, control um, so much of what's around us. But we really, when it comes to the spirit, we've got to let go. The spirit must have control in our lives. 
We have to allow him the freedom to work and to guide. We know we're a sheep because the shepherd calls, protects, and disciplines. You know, the Bible talks about that in, in I'm thinking specifically of a verse and it, I don't know the passage and the actual like words are failing to come to my memory, but, uh, oh, okay. Who the Lord, who, who the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. Um, and I'll try to link the reference down in the show notes if you want to go back and get more context from that. But the reality is the Lord chastens, chasten meaning correct to discipline those who are his. If you're not his, he's not going to chasten you. You know what? I'm not going to go and discipline somebody else's kid on the playground, even if they're doing something that I would deem worthy of punishment. They're not mine. I'm not going to discipline them. But if it's my child, I will. Why? Because I want them to have a horrible time at the playground. No, because, you know, I don't want them climbing up the slide when the big kids are coming down. No, because I'm their protector. I am present. I love them. I want them to be safe because they are mine. I discipline. I seek to protect. I call them. I draw them near me. How much more so with God? We are his sheep. And you know what? Sometimes the calling and the protecting and the discipline may not feel like gentle and tender. That that rod and that staff may, even sometimes I think the idea, maybe that's why I struggled with this episode, is it just came across as a little abrasive to my heart. Like, oh, you know, the, the still waters and the green pastures are so lush and wonderful and ah. But then we come to the rod and the staff, like, ugh. Why, why can't we go back to the still waters? Um, but no, it is through the reality of sometimes the difficult that we are reminded that we are his and that he seeks to do the hard thing as the shepherd because he loves us and he knows it's for our best and he knows it's for our betterment. And, you know, it's one of those things that as a child, sometimes, you know, I don't know, maybe I'd get grounded or I'd get in trouble. You know, that rod would come into play. And I just remember thinking, you know, you grumble and, oh, they don't understand. And I don't know why I'm always in trouble, blah, 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 blah. But now being a parent and looking back, and you, my parents did the same thing to me. Like, you won't understand until you're a parent. If you could only see things from my perspective, I'm trying to take care of you. I'm trying to protect you. I'm trying to keep you on the path. Well, I didn't see it because I was the sheep. But now being in a little more of a shepherd role, trying to raise my own little flock of sheep, I'm like, oh, yeah, I see. I'm not trying to make your life miserable. I'm trying to protect you. I'm trying to keep you safe from dangers that you're not aware of. You know, there are so many dangers in this world that we don't even fully realize are lurking. You know, our children, hopefully, we can keep an innocence about their lives. And there's so much darkness and heartache that they don't even fully comprehend yet. We can protect them from that. But there's often times... With even ourselves, we don't see the prince and the power of the air. We don't see with our eyes the things that he intends, the temptations he has planned, all the wickedness around us. And sometimes we just kind of get in our little sheep mind of, you know, blah, 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 I'm going to go get better grass over here. But the shepherd sees all, the shepherd knows all. And in his love, he hedges us about, he protects us. He uses that rod and his staff as a tool of protection in all of these different ways to keep us 
us close to him and to remind us that we are his and we can find comfort and rest and peace in the rod and the staff of our shepherd. I hope that the No Higher Calling podcast has been a blessing to you. If so, please subscribe, share with your friends, and engage with me on Instagram at nohighercalling underscore. You can also subscribe to receive the No Higher Calling encouragement email on my website, which is www.nohighercalling.org. This includes podcast notes, what I'm reading, spiritual encouragement, a glimpse into my home, and some of my favorite products and resources. You can also enjoy more content on the No Higher Calling YouTube channel. I pray that this podcast will encourage you to fall more in love with Jesus and to be the Christian woman he's called you to be. Thanks for listening.